It's nearing six o'clock on a Sunday afternoon in Tuba City, Arizona. The local Denny's restaurant is quiet, except for one young couple sharing a milkshake in the back corner booth. The energy is decidedly different in the restaurant's back room, where a meeting is about to begin. A large development is threatening sacred Navajo land at the confluence, where the Colorado and Little Colorado rivers meet. It is a special place where many Navajo come to perform their prayers. That's my motivation, is that it involves my families. It involves not only my Navajo Nation tribe, not only the land and the environment around the Grand Canyon, but it also impacts sacred site as a special place to my clans and the Navajo people in that area. Renee Yellowhorse is a key member of the advocacy group Save the Confluence. They formed to fight against the Escalade Project, a development that plans to build a gondola from the rim to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Roger Clark is a facilitator of the Save the Confluence meetings. Here, he explains the history of the Escalade. In 2009, a guy named Lamar Whitmer came up with this idea to build a gondola down to the confluence of the canyon. He started pitching it to the Navajos. Whitmer is supported by former Navajo Nation president Albert Hale, who has helped push the Escalade on the reservation. Navajos are generally divided on the issue. He's been getting investors and putting money in it ever since 2009. So we're now seven years into to that his push, and, and as you've learned, the Navajo families across the river here are fighting back, and if they can stop it in the Navajo Nation, then it, that's where it'll stop. A tramway would increase accessibility into one of the great wonders of the world, and boost tourism dollars spent on Navajo land. So what's the big deal? This is Dolores Wilson-Aguirre, captured here in The Confluence, a short film about the movement to preserve this area. The most special place for us is at the Confluence, and that's where we offer our prayers. Whatever is bothering you, you say your prayer and it's gone. The holy beings, they listen to you, and they take it away, and you become whole again. Droplets merge as two rivers become one, flowing together through canyons that drop off into forever, creating a perfect silence in the middle. The confluence is a quiet place, untouched by the heavy hand of modern development. And all of my relatives, they still utilize the area. They're land users and they're permit holders. They're, they have sheep there, they have cattle there. They, they see when the elk run out there. They see um, the, the other wildlife that's out there. They see the horses, the wild horses. There's uh, at least four families that live right east of the, uh, above the confluence. That's where I grew up. The Escalade is not what we ask for. We don't want it. It's going to destroy the area forever. Um, it's not going to be the same again. Renee first read about the Escalade project in the local newspaper, which spurred her into advocacy against the development. There's this big old picture about a tram going into the Grand Canyon. And I said, wait, that's the Grand Canyon. And then for, I read further into it, and I said, hey, wait, it's part of the part that's where my families grew up. 
I said, how can that be? First I was, I was like, somebody wants to do this? And I was incredulous and kind of like, are you kidding me? And then <laughs> further on I was like, are you kidding me? And then was the rage that came out, are you really kidding me? <laughs> and then it was like, okay, they're not kidding. I'm going to do something about it. Since then, Renee has been organizing media campaigns, petitions, and lobbying efforts. She's also organized protests at public events, including the Navajo Nation Fair Parade this fall. But now we have a vast network with the grassroots and the whole Navajo Nation, then to other tribes also across the whole world. Indigenous people, basically, is who we've heard from because we've had responses to our petitions in Australia. Um, that's eye-opening to me. <laughs> I mean, I knew I reached a lot of people in the, the last couple of years, but that's like a lot. Despite their incredible efforts, the fight has been difficult, leaving wounds on the reservation that won't soon heal. Yeah, and Lamar Whitman has not let up. We were just disrupted, you know, it disrupted our lives when that happened, and we, we didn't know who to turn to. After hearing of Navajo opposition, Whitmer and his partners began campaigning harder. Their altered rhetoric targeted Navajo people eager for economy-boosting development. They're saying this is for the local people. No, it's not. They just went over our head with this plan to build the gondola. If they really cared, then they would have built the roads first, built homes for us first. Um, that's not happening. It's to only benefit a few they destroyed our community, the relationships within our community. They will never be the same again. So much as we try to, to heal from it, it will never be the same. They intruded, and they're not gonna, the ones that are going to stay there. Our families are the ones that are going to stay there. Much of the support for the Escalade project comes from more impoverished communities located far from the confluence where jobs are sorely needed. It will decrease unemployment. It will decrease alcoholism, will decrease suicides, it will decrease teen pregnancies. <laughs> Those are social ills are in every community. And what's needed is a healing in our community, so where we work together to look for solutions. Four special subcommittees must meet and vote on the Escalade proposal before it can be heard by the entire 24-member Navajo Nation Council. The first subcommittee unanimously rejected the Escalade in October. At a preliminary meeting of the second subcommittee last week, Renee Yellowhorse was forcibly removed after asking why opponents of the bill were not allowed equal time to speak. And so the struggle for protection continues, but Renee and Save the Confluence remain optimistic and dedicated to the fight. Please visit savetheconfluence.com to contribute and to stay updated on the campaign's progress. Well, that's my motivation, is the, to make sure that further generations, the next generations, are not facing the same battles that I'm facing now. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Maggie Baker.